Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Vampires from a Chimney Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. I need another group stealth check then, please. We can do this. Unfreaking believable. Alright. I'm I'm gonna screenshot that thing. Put that into uh <laughs> four natural twenties? The chances of that would be like so astronomically low. Not quite, but still pretty damn impressive. So pretty impressive. That's pretty good. Two dirty twenties, a thirty, and an eighteen. Oh yeah. Who got the 18? Just so we know who to kick out just, of the party. Just, just a reminder, whenever he says 30, that means it's a natural 20. Yeah. So that's the second natural 20 on a stealth check yep. in three checks. Wow. It's, it's, it's going to be a problem. So it's slow going to go past them. Uh, well, actually, wait, I should just check just to be sure, but I don't think you guys are going to have any problem with sneaking past these guys. But I, you know, what do the dice say? Gotta let the dice speak. Yeah, that encounter's blown. Chao encounter. Okay. So you guys make take your time slowly making your way because it is dangerous going through the forest. It's very, very thick vegetation, but you picked up on Thorns and Atreya's, or Rowan and Atreya's cues, and you very quietly slide, continue to slide through the forest. Ah, Zach, you got to put your um, exhaustion back on. It doesn't disappear. It's there. Is speed minus 10? No, no. That's encumbrance. Oh, God. Sorry. Wrong thing. Rolling any skill check is going to be at disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was just waiting a minute. I was like, wait, that should have been a red number. Why is that right number not red? Okay. So you slowly make your way through through the woods and you skirt that encounter. Probably good that we skirted that encounter. <laughs> Yeah. Don't want to deal with two levels of exhaustion. <laughs> okay. So you continue to move through that forest. It continues to get uh, with, with the canopy high overhead. It has gotten to the point where, Rowan, you're having a very, very hard time seeing so at this point any more of your stealth checks will be at disadvantage oh i've already got advantage because of cloak of the bat does that cancel out usually does oh shit is is that because it's dark okay so you continue moving through the forest slowly and with with the aid of your companions around you who 
don't have any issues at all seeing in the dark. They slowly guide you forward. At one point in front of the path, the path in front of you, you see that there seems to be a growing in the center of the path. You see two circles formed from toadstools and mushrooms. And as you're getting close, you can also hear the sound of metal snapping together in unison. Atreya, oh, um, Clicko, did you want to investigate what's uh, up ahead? Um, maybe while you're doing that, don't step inside the circle. So we see the two circles. Where, Where's the metal snapping sound coming from? Or the chorus of metal snapping sounds? You can give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. Do we see blue little fairies? You can also give me a perception check. Okay. I was about to ask the same thing as well. Atreya, you see nothing. Hmm. Although you hear the sound, and you you guys are for all for all intents and purposes, you're still hidden. You see nothing. Where is that coming from? Why are you giving you a perception check, Zach? To see if I could see the fairies that are hanging on the trees. Oh. Wait. Uh, perception. There it is. You guys look about thinking fairies, fairies, fairies. Circles? Must be. How do you know that, in fact? But you see nothing. Hmm. I wonder if I remember anything about the mushrooms. You can give me a nature check. You recall, I mean, you know, and you're very certain about this, that your teacher had told you all about circles of mushrooms being the rings of phase. And usually had something to do with dancing. And you also remember him telling you, giving you a warning about such circles. I will convey that to everybody around me and pretty much stay out of the circles. Don't go near them. They've got COVID virus. Too soon. Too soon? Okay. Sorry. SARS. Okay, well, um, maybe we can skirt around the side then. I think that might be a good idea. I agree. So we're going to keep sneaking? Keep sneaking. Okay. Okay, so give me your group stealth check once more, please. And Atreya would try to lead them around. So is it, I, I'm not rolling with advantage this time, is that what you're saying? Because it's perception, really. Not with advantage, yeah. Not with advantage. Okay, so just to let you know that um, if I roll a one, I get to re-roll because yep. of uh, being a... Halfling. Halfling. Yeah. Why did you get advantage again? Uh, cloak of the Bat. Oh, shit, yeah. Hmm... That is a very good point. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, 
That's what the rule says, so yeah, you still get an advantage. Well, um, if, if you're giving me disadvantage, then they cancel out, that's all. So it's, it's a, it's, it's it's a funny one, though, eh? Because it gives you that in dim light. But that's fine, that's what it says, so you get advantage. So we've got Falkers there, I've got Atreus there, I got Thorns, or Rowans. Where is. Oh, there's Zax. Okay. Okay. So you guys are going to skirt past. So which way are you going to skirt? Are you going to skirt to the north or skirt to the south? Just before we do that, um, because I know so much about these, would I gather up some spores from these mushrooms for my herbalism kit? You want to try doing that? Well, would I know that if I went too close to them, they'd kill me? If you've got a herbalism kit as Zach, you could go for it. Cool. Yeah, I would do that. I like how he just warned us to stay away from it, and then he's going to go towards it. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm assuming... I don't know what I don't know, so... That's hence the question. So which way are you guys unanimously sneaking while Zach kind of takes a beeline off of it and heads towards the circle? I think the arrow is sufficient. Okay. <laughs> I'd agree with that. So I need another separate stealth check from you again, uh, Zach, as you kind of peter off to go and try to grab some spores. Okay. So as you guys are moving forward, Zach actually manages to sneak off, and none of you guys are even aware that he has managed to sneak off because, holy shit, he rolled really high, even with disadvantage. So, Zach, you managed to sneak your way up to the mushrooms. So you can, with your herbalism kit, you can put, see, that would be tie dexterity to it. And then give me that roll. I don't know how to do that. So on your skills tab, where it says herbalism kit and it's blank right yep. now, yep. just click that blank until it says dexterity. All right. Yep. Give me that roll in the yep. tower. Okay. Give me a minute because you just did something unexpected. I poisoned myself. No. Okay. I need you to roll me. Roll me a 1d4. That would be a 3. Actually, change that and add uh, add another 2d3 to that. Uh, 2d... Yeah, roll 2d3. Okay. So you s managed to sneak up to it and you managed to harvest... This will show up in your inventory now. You manage to harvest that many of those while you're there. But in the act of doing that, all of a sudden, the creatures that own those mushrooms become aware of your infringement on it as you cut into it and take some samples. Uh-oh. <laughs> and... I need you guys to roll initiative. Can we just keep sneaking past? We'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Ooh. 
Betray, I'm terrible. 4, 1, 20. Good roll so far. Alright, Rowan. All of a sudden, as you're sneaking along there, quiet as a mouse, with your companions, not having been aware that Zack has taken off, all of a sudden you hear some ang angry sounds of some squawks from the tree above you, and you hear a couple clasps of the... Um, of metallic sounds and above you and you notice a couple of horrible looking little winged creatures with gossamer wings that look like fly wings that are sitting in, in the tree above and they are looking directly back at the ring of mushrooms and when you look over there you see then is when you see zach prone sitting there with something out right at the mushrooms what are you gonna do? Um, I look over and go, Oh well damn, what did he do? Zach, get away from there. And um I'm just gonna keep moving for now and, and hopefully um we can leave. Alright. I know this is a this is a failed attempt, but <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. So I call out to Zach. Then I keep moving. Well, we're not locked. Oh, that's fine. Sorry. There you go. So you said that to Zach, did you? So I, I did, and then I grabbed my cloak and sort of float along. Okay. Over to here. All right. So you pick up and you float along over to here, and as you get there, uh, you notice there is two more sitting right beside you there. So you float along over to there. Anything else? Uh, Bonus action-wise? Take the... Well, that was a movement. Yep. How, how much of an action was it to talk to Zach? I would say that was your action. Okay. Well, then not much else I can do. Okay. All right. This guy looks about having seen you there all of a sudden floating up, and he takes off after you flapping his tiny wings heading directly over towards you Rowan and he will he pulls out these metallic things and he tries to pinch you with his metallic things you know what no 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 he's going to just just clarifying I'm not the one sealing the mushroom stuff right yep <laughs> Pissed off two fairies, dude. <laughs> Should see what I do with Santa Claus. What is your armor class, Rowan? Less than that. So he pinches you. So when he pinches you, you have disadvantage on your next attack roll. So he pinches you, that's his its turn. And this one comes flying right at you, Zach, flying out of the trees, heading right down towards you. And he's going to try to pinch you with his pliers. But even while you're laying down, he's unable to grab onto you. And this one too comes flying in to come and try to pinch you as well. 
Oh, he manages to connect with you. His pliers pinch you something fiercely and your in your arse as it's sticking up. Alright, Falker, you're up. So now that I got the dagger of blindsight and I can see things that I can't see in thirty feet, is there yep. any other of these fairies within thirty feet of me that I can't see? Can you draw a circle? I draw, sure can. How do I do that again? Let's see. Pointers? Drawing. Drawing? Nope. Pointers. Circle. 30. Like that. Well, you can't see it, can you? <laughs> oh, because you did it in black or something? No. It's a pointer. How do I do a circle? Okay, I'll do it. Thirty feet. It's thirty. Circles. That's thirty. Hey, nope. Okay, that's fine. Uh, this one in the tree is it flying in the air? Now that they've become visible, they are none of them are flying. Oh, okay. Or uh, sorry, all of them are flying. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Oh, all, no, of them, how, all of them like, are, are they, flying. How high are they flying, I guess, is my... Uh, this one is above you, is 20 feet above you. Oh, all right. Well, I got to zap it, then. Okay. Uh, Blast. Oh, my oh, goodness. dude. <laughs> this is one of those days for you. Don't expect anything from me today <laughs> oh. you might as well just call it a day yeah both of your blasts as you roll over and send your eldritch blast up towards this creature it manages to very quickly dart between them as it took you too long to release the the eldritch energies uh, he's still not used to it he doesn't know, really know what he's doing like he's got all this power now and he's like clueless on how to use it i think is what's happening here sounds right the way those yeah. die rolls are very, just very fitting. Are you moving? No. End my turn. Okay. <laughs> uh, this one then comes right up, dropping down. So it is basically, for all intents and purposes, it's in melee distance with you as it drops down on top of you. And it's going to try to bite you. Look at that. It hit, it does bite you. Know you know what? Can I? Oh, shield doesn't even help. Never mind. <laughs> Okay, so as it bites you, it does one damage. No. But you need to give me a constitution saving throw. You need to beat a DC 10. Oops. Tower. I don't even know what I got. That's, that's fine. You're so surprised as it drops down so quickly and bites into you that, yeah, you're, you're paralyzed for a second. This other one comes flying. Oops, I gotta draw a line. Yep, okay, it manages to reach flying down. So all of these are now within melee range of you, Zach. It too is going to try to bite you. Uh, it is unable to bite you. Your turn, Zach. You're currently, I'm saying you're prone because you s snuck up there. So I've got double disadvantage. No, no. I am gonna. No, no, you just, just prone. You just stand up. It just takes half yeah. your movement. That's right. 
I am going to stand up and take a swing at whichever one it was that I had a crack at before. Okay. Number 18. Okay. Oh, and you smash into it with your wooden sword. And as you smash into it, you can you you know that it should have done more damage than what it did, but it did do some damage, so thankful to that. I'm going to hit it again. Okay. Not with that roll. Not with that, why not? So, <laughs> natural one. Nice. Natural one. So you come back with your, your reverse slash, trying to do this all one-handed, because maybe you're used to doing it with two hands. And with a one-handed, with this wooden sword, the balance isn't quite right just, just yet, and so you swing wide. I had a feeling that one of the fairies behind me stuck a feather up your bum. This fairy, having been spooked out of its tree by you, Rowan, what is your passive perception? Oh, your passive perception is pretty good. All right. So, Rowan, you also notice while you're sitting uh, flying there, is you see, you said you're 20 feet up? No, no, no. I sort of... 10 feet? Use it. No, I'm not up in the air. I'm on the ground. I sort of float, float, floated up a little bit and then landed on the ground at the end of my oh, turn. Okay. So you you would notice then, roughly 20 feet away from you, is a very odd-looking golden beast that looks like a really big snake that is circled, coiled about, and appears to be... You see smoke coming up from its nostrils. Where, where is it? Is it in the tree above me? Nope. And so that creature then is going to try to bite you. And these guys are all gnashing about, squeaking in, in a cacophony. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. So it too is going to try to bite you, this one. It is unable to bite at you. All right, Atreya, you're up. Zack! And in complete disbelief at what is happening until she finally comes to her senses with her amazing initiative of, of, of one. Uh, she again squints her eyes or shuts them and grabs or, or puts a hand into, into her pouch. Okay. The special magical pouch. And tries to Imagine using a hero point and the inspiration. Oh something boy. the fairies would die to have. I don't know what it is. If it's a treat or something they they just need in their lives. And okay. she tries to to conjure that up from All the right. magical pouch. So your wisdom check. So give me you roll your hero point. Okay, and drag and drop that into the modifier. Okay. And inspiration. And then, yes, then click on the advantage button there to get rid of it, and then uncheck your inspiration from your main tab. And then roll your wisdom check. In the tower. Yep, 
Nice. Okay. So you reach into your beautiful brand new bag that you freshly attuned to, and you pull out of your bag. Uh, roll me a d6. Five golden coins. Okay, she pulls out the hand, her hand, looks looks into the hand, and shouts all about the, the forest as loud as she can. I got golden coins here! And throws them, uh, let's just say, over here in the center of everybody, pretty much. Uh, I can't draw, but I can point, like, here. So you're just throwing them over there. In yeah? A, in a yeah, in a very high arc, so they uh, flash about in in the light. Is there any light? Uh, it's dim. It looks it's a little all bit dim here. Okay. Um, and she doesn't have any light source. So yeah, it's just gonna be a lot of motion and being very exa exaggerated when when she throws them up in the air. So they land roughly in that area. Okay. So give me, just give me your your um, your dexterity check as you throw that, and then we'll just add your proficiency to it. <laughs> Even though you underhand through it, it is a really poor toss as you throw the five coins, the five golden coins, just regular gold pieces. So on the other side of the tree over there. Okay. And uh, how many actions, or what kind of actions did I use now? I would say pulling, doing, attempting to pull something out. The concentration of that and pulling it out and then throwing it—that that would have been your your action. You still have your cunning action left. Mm. And move. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yep. Yeah. And then she's gonna try to hide and move out of arm's way as much as possible while staying within 30 feet of those coins. Okay, so <laughs> basically she just moves uh, here behind the tree. Okay. And ducks and cover. Alright, so give me your stealth check then. Alright. Okay, so you quickly move back that way, and to all intents and purposes, your companions lose sight of you as you quickly hide under the shrubbery. Do the other creatures see you or not? Good question. All right, you can pass your turn. <laughs> all right. You watch Rowan as... This tooth fairy, this very odd looking tooth fairy, it flies down above the golden creature and you watch as it circles over its head before it comes back around and comes back around here to you. Your passive perception. Okay, I'm going to just drag you into the other channel. Okay, Rowan, you noticed as it did there, the creature's head it picked its massive head up to look about as this 
little fairy came and was taunting and making these sounds out and whatnot. And you did manage to notice with your passive perception a look in its eyes. You can give me an insight check. One moment. Oh, yeah. The look in its eyes, even though you're really shocked as its face comes up and you see what it is, it looks like a a young dragon, a young golden dragon, but its eyes look really sad and forlorn. And you notice that there is a bunch of scrapes all across its scales and a huge chain around its neck. Metal chain? Passively, you don't see much more than that. Okay. Okay. So what did, what, what did the um, fairy do? Did it come go down to it or harass it? It circled over its head, kind of dancing over its head, making some... Back, yeah, you. It, it was very clearly taunting the beast. Okay. Okay. Yep. So it comes around there. Oh, I'll put this back to the main channel. We are back. So it flies around there like that over its head, does that thing, comes back, and it too tries to bite you. And it is also not able to connect. And it, what was that? That was 45. And it keeps on going. You can take an opportunity attack as it, as that one, number 10, is, is also, it took a bite, missed, and continues to fly. Um, I don't think I have a weapon. So I guess it'll just be a fist at the moment. I don't have a weapon drawn. Okay. Oh, you pummel it with your fist. What kind of damage do you do? one damage that's resisted apparently so you smack the shit out of it but it's just it it absorbs that what i don't know maybe it's its gossamer wings or something like that but your punch has no effect as it keeps on flying actually i'm gonna have it go this way and then this one also comes flying down towards you zach the perfect target and can, what is your armor class? 18. Okay. It tries to pinch you, but it fails. I'm surrounded by tooth fairies. Yep. If only I had a pillow. This tooth fairy as well seems to flutter really quickly. You notice that it seems to be it doesn't even take a, a swipe at you. It, it's moving very quickly as its wings really start to hum. You can take your opportunity attack at it as well. But having noticed... Well, there's no point because I can't... I've already used my reaction. Ah, uh, this is a new round. Well, I'm not going to be able to do any damage to it either. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Just checking. So it takes off, moving quite quickly as it moves off over here some reason or other and this one too does the exact same thing are you going to do an opportunity on this one uh no because i noticed it didn't do much before and it takes off as well beelining it that way this one continues to try this one too is going to try to pinch pinch you as well norbit and it is also not able to connect 
All right, Falker, you're up. I am paralyzed. Uh, or am I not paralyzed anymore? You are no longer paralyzed, but that was until... Wait a second. Was it till the start of your turn or to the end of its turn? It is... It took it off. No, yeah, so. it's gone. You are no longer paralyzed. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so it should be in arm's distance now, right? Since it just bit yes. me? Or did Number it fall 12? back away? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to stab it. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. That's Fancy new happen. dagger. I can't hit anything with magic, but I should be able to uh, stab it is the plan here. Oh, thank you. Oh, and indeed, you you stick your dagger, burying it deep. Does it sink in? What kind of damage does do that I have do? the thing that make 19s? Don't know. I might have 19s or crits because I'm a hex warrior. Oh, all right. Well, if it's if it's a crit, if that's it may not be. Nope, I don't have that yet because you didn't build my character right. But that's fine. That's fine. I mean, if I didn't, you can fix it. Uh, you can fix it at no, your leisure. No, but it, all you have I'm to do. Fun of it. I was going to say all you had to do was go under the plus minus modifiers there, mm -hmm. and you click you click that, and you'll see you just click the critical, and that's all you would have yep. had to do. No, no, I just I was I wasn't sure, but yeah, that's fine. I will do very little damage to this thing. Okay, which is fine. So you sink your dagger into it and. It does some damage, but not as much as you had hoped that it would do. Can I make an unarmed strike to punch it for one damage as a bonus? Uh, as a bonus action, is that how uh, second attack works? If you have, if you have the ability to do oh, a second attack, I don't. Okay, so no. End turn. I'm happy. He's very, very pleased that he was <laughs> able to strike something. <laughs> Alright, this one too is also going to try to pinch you, Norbit. What what did you say your AC was? I think 12. 18. Yeah, okay. That's a miss. Uh, this one is going to try to bite you. Pinching is really not working. Oh, this one goes. Alright. <laughs> so you take one damage and you need to beat a DC 10 constitution saving throw. You did it. So it, the bite does not affect you, other than one damage. And this one also tries to bite you. Intro bite. Nah, it's going to use its pliers. Nope, it's not. And this one... This one, it zooms up 60 feet, straight up. And this one, having been, having you, having stabbed at it, uh, it is going to try to pinch you with its pliers. And it does. Get off of me. Your rolls are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. I'm going to whack it again. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. 
and you smash into it with a wooden longsword. Ooh. And which one is that one? That one is just loopy, loopy. It falls down on the ground. It is no longer flying. I'm going to put that down so it's no, no fly. That was your first. How big are they? They're tiny. Okay, so as I as I turn around to uh, line up the next one, um, I'll put my uh, right foot on the one that's lying on the ground and take a swing at the next one. It's not lying on the ground. It's 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 on the ground because its wings aren't working very well anymore because you smacked into it so hard. But it's not lying. Okay. So if you want to try to step on it, that would be your second attack. Yeah, in that case, I'll just leave it where it is and have a swing at the next one. It's still alive. It can still swing at you. All right. You smack into the next one. And you do a bit of damage to that one as well. It looks like it's bloodied. Wait, oh, no. Oh, you, you swung into the same one. Okay, so no, it's dead. I thought I, you killed it. I thought I targeted a different one. And as you killed it, what happens? It... Okay. All right. So... You need to give me a DC 10 constitution saving throw. Okay, you succeeded. This guy's got to give a constitution saving throw. He failed. This guy. He succeeded. Okay, so this guy is now... He's poisoned. As... As that one exploded, it explodes into this cloud of sparkling white dust that clings to everything, clinging to you, clinging to the other one. It stinks to high heaven, and it just it gets in your nostrils, and it you, you just get this instant gag reflex. But you manage to hold control yourself. Atreya, you're up. Uh-huh. I'm still looking at something. Um... But I need to do this now so I can't hold my turn. Let's see. I would like to use press the digitation to create a coins dropping sound over the coins. Okay. So like many, many coins, like a shower of coins. Yeah. Not not, not a shower, but you know. Spr- sprinkle give me shower. Give me a Give me a wisdom. Give me a wisdom check at advantage, because of the way you did the way you did that previously. That is prestidigitation, right? No, that's no, one this of is my something cam- else. Or that's I, the, I need you to give me a, a wisdom cantrip. check before you okay. do your prestidigitation. Yeah, just saying, I have the cantrip, okay. so this is not imagining. When you pulled those coins out, your first visceral thought was, throw them over there. You're now wondering if maybe instead of throwing them between them, maybe you should have threw them at them. Ooh. Okay. And you do have gold coins inside your pouch. Yep. Okay. So what are you doing? Inside that pouch, it has gold points. Everybody has gold coins. Or in another pouch. Right. Yeah. So in one of her mundane pouches. Yes. Okay. So... That is that is a good call. So, yeah, Trey apparently is smarter than me, or she had a different idea and frantically tries to grab a gold coin 
and nope, she she just grabs a handful, five probably. Okay. And throws them at this entire group. Which one? Around Zach. Okay. So one of them is on the ground, or is that the dead one? I'm going to say you can't target all five. You can just target one. So, but it's five coins. <laughs> I know. If you're going to throw five, but it's not like you can throw five and all five are going to, you know, just hit all all of them. No, no, because it's course, not. It's not, not really an area of effect, right? Because you no, are of just course. throwing. I was, yeah, I was. I would. I would have randomized who is being hit, including Zach. You know what? If you, I would say with five coins, if you threw all of your coins, all of your gold coins in your pouch, then okay, we can do that. She can't grab 15 coins into her hand. Why not? Because her hand is too small. She's, I can't grab 15 coins. She's a wood elf. She's not, like six, she's six feet tall. Or no, she's four and a half. Yeah, okay. Throw the five. So <laughs> I'll say that if you throw the five, It'll be random between... Which one are you throwing it at? The group or around Zach? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That entire group. So roll a... So what you can do is you can right-click on... Right-click on the D6 and click on Custom. Mm -hmm. And I think one of them there is a D3. And you could roll that. Mm -hmm. So it would be... So the top one is one. Zach is two. And the third one is three. That'll be your target. But roll to see if you hit first. Okay. Uh, the third one being the one that is right of him, because there's four creatures, right? Or did I miss something? Well, no. The group is just the three that's closest. So 19, okay. gotcha. 5, and Zach. Okay. So in your attack roll... <laughs> oh, bugger. So you threw the <laughs> coins... And the coins, all five coins. Wait, I have advantage. I'm hidden. Yes, you do. Okay. Let me let me throw another one of those. Oh, there you Aha, go. That's better. 15 natural. You throw in a couple of the coins drop harmlessly around Zach. But as you hit fairy number five with the coin, all of a sudden, the coin... You see one of the coins hit the fairy and the coin suddenly just turns to this gold dust, but it causes the fairy all of a sudden it like implodes in on itself and it screams as it disappears. No death row, it is gone. And Atreya immediately shouts out, Use your gold coins! They're susceptible to it! Okay. And then tries to hide again. All right. So give me your hide stealth again. <laughs> Jesus. Unbelievable. Yep. Okay. You guys hear all of that shit go on, but I mean, it, it happened so quick. You were not sure where any of that shit came from. All right, Rowan, you're up. So this, um, Coiled uh, goldren creature. Yep. It's it's got a chain on it. Yep. Where does the chain lead? It's pinned in the ground beside it. Okay. So I'm going to walk up to it, 
or fly you to walk it. up to it yeah <laughs> it was okay. it was being harassed by the other things okay it He's was so being, brave it was being harassed right you know what I said that's that's about yeah, all yeah. you know okay I fly up to the chain okay and I am going to draw my scimitar and I'm going to try and uh, cut the chain with the scimitar as, as hard as I can. First or, unless, off, unless I, I can... want you to give me your an animal handling. Alright. I'm going to add a hero point. Do I use uh, Rowan's hero points? Yes. So, hero points, animal handling. Alright. So, you make these soothing gestures, calm voice, calm hands, keeping everything very visible as it watches you as you move up. And because it's 11.30, we will call it there as oh, we're no. wondering what will happen as Rowan approaches this chained beast. Wait, how's the chain attached to the ground, by the way? Is it like uh, hit, hit in with a pitten or something? Yeah, really big one. Okay. How, and how thick's the chain? It's big. It's a big freaking chain. <laughs> All right, I might, I might approach it slightly differently, but we'll do that next week. Okay. <laughs> and when he strikes the chain, um, does it turn around and give him a big kiss? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Free Willy? I don't know. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu. <laughs>